Grid by Angela Duckworth. One sentence summary. Grid describes what creates outstanding achievements based on science, interviews with high achievers from various fields, and the personal history of the success of the author Angela Duckworth. Uncovering that achievement isn't reserved for the talented only, but for those with passion and perseverance. My favorite quote from the author is, Our potential is one thing. What we do with it is quite another. Angela Duckworth When I hear the word grit, I always have the same image in my mind immediately. A soldier has to crawl through the mud, barbed wire around him, and due to the heavy rain, he suddenly gets stuck and can't move. But then, in a moment of almost angry defiance, he grits his teeth, pulls his foot out of the mud, and crawls onward. I'm sure it's no coincidence the expression, to grit one's teeth, lends itself to the title of this book. The word as a noun means courage, perseverance, and fortitude. Angela Duckworth needs a lot of it herself, coming from a family in which her father often criticized her for her lack of genius. However, her work in psychology, which led her through Harvard, Oxford, and the University of Pennsylvania, making her a 2013 MacArthur Genius Fellow. Ironic? No. She just knew that perseverance and passion drive effort, and effort drives achievement. That's grit, and that's what you will learn about today in these three lessons. 1. Even though we say hard work is more important than talent, we still believe the opposite deep down. 2. Effort has a much, much bigger impact on achievement than talent. 3. Combine small, low-level daily goals with a larger vision to stay consistently motivated. Ready to become that soldier, that person who's willing to go on long after others have quit? Then let's get gritty. Grit. Lesson 1. When we say we think hard work trumps talent, we usually just bullshit ourselves. This answers the question... Does hard work really matter more than talent? And if so, what do we believe? If I approached you on the street and said, we're conducting a study and would like your opinion. What's more important, hard work or talent? You would probably say hard work. It's what you think you believe. It's what you want to believe. And it's also what 66% of people say when they're asked this question. They want to believe it too. But when it gets hard, when the other guy gets the promotion, when the third business idea fails, do you really hold on to that belief? Or do you maybe think, deep down, you don't have enough talent after all? In 2011, Jia Chang-Tse made a shocking discovery. She studied that last question by giving music experts two written descriptions of a naturally talented and a hard-working, striving musician, and then letting them listen to a recording of the musician performing. The majority of the experts ended up preferring the piece by the quote-unquote natural. The kicker is that on both occasions, the exact same recording was played. We like to tell ourselves that we believe in hard work more than talent, but we don't really mean it. Grit, lesson two. The impact effort has on achievement is exponentially greater than talent. This answers the question, how much more important than talent is effort really? The funny thing is, we have no reason to. Because if you said that hard work trumps talent and really believed it, you would be right. After looking at successful people across a wide range of disciplines, from politicians to athletes to writers, Angela set up a set of two equations, which simplify the way talent and effort are related, to make it clear how much more important effort is. In order to achieve something, 
you first need the right skill to be able to even start working towards the achievement. However, once you have it, you still need to use and apply the skill for a long time in order to actually get there. With a certain amount or lack of talent, your starting points for those two movements then become Step 1. Talent times effort equals skill. And step 2. Skill times effort equals achievement. So your first bit of talent combined with effort increases your skill level. Your increasing skill multiplied by effort again leads to achievement. That means effort counts twice. Once for skill and once for achievement. But that doesn't mean it's twice as important. If you substitute the skill equation into the achievement equation, what you end up with is actually talent times effort times effort equals achievement. Which means that talent times effort squared equals achievement. So your effort is exponentially more important than how talented you are. That could be a factor of 2, 7, 10 or 500. Regardless of how big the difference is though, there will always be one. And that's what's important to remember. Grit, lesson 3. You can stay consistently motivated by combining small, low-level daily goals with a larger vision. This answers the question, what is the best way to build grit on a daily basis? Okay, but a lot of effort means you'll have to invest a lot of time and stay motivated for the long haul. How do you do that? According to Angela, with a combination of two things. Number one, a large vision, a big dream, something greater that's meaningful to you and that can inspire you for a long time. And number two, small achievable daily goals to help you get wins, make progress and stay motivated. One without the other is meaningless. Do I want 4-Minute Books to be a huge global brand with bookstores all around the world? Sure, but thinking about that every day gets depressing. Only if I focus on doing nothing but publishing a summary every single day do I feel happy with my achievement and am motivated to show up yet another day. Small daily goals, big scary dreams. Not one or the other. Have both, okay? My personal takeaways from GRIT for 2017. This book is awesome. It's fairly new. My friend Patrick Edblad, who's also a coach on coach.me and who's also one of the people writing premium articles for the Media Membership Program, he's a huge fan of that and he's quoted uh, her book in a couple of blog posts and he's written one of the premium posts for, again, paid Medium uh, members. It's the ultimate guide to grit or something like that. I really recommend the piece. Uh, if you're a Medium member, it's a $5 membership. Um, find it on there just search on medium the complete guide to grit or something like that and you will find it in the member section that's that's at first the other thing i would like to tell you from her book is a story and um it's not directly related to grit but it's a really really cool story uh, i think it's worth sharing so Actually, I can just paraphrase it. That would be good enough. So there are three bricklayers working on building a cathedral, right? So they're just laying bricks, building walls. And then a person walks by and asks the first bricklayer, um, what are you doing? So what's your job? Or, no, no, not what's your job, like what are you doing? And the first bricklayer says, I'm laying bricks. Okay. Then person moves on to the next bricklayer, asks again, what are you doing? And the second bricklayer says... I am building a church. Okay. Next 
walks to the last bricklayer and asks again, what are you doing? Bricklayer says, I am building the house of God. So, and what this shows is interestingly that these three people are doing the exact same thing. They're putting, stacking bricks on top of each other, building walls. But one sees nothing more than the bricks and, and the bricks that he's laying one at a time. So the first bricklayer has a job. The second bricklayer sees the bigger picture because he sees that, oh man, this is going to amount to a church. Like this is going to be a church building when it's finished. So the second uh, bricklayer has a career. And the third bricklayer says the even, sees the even bigger picture behind it because it's not just about the church as a building. It's about what the church will enable people to do, right? Come together, celebrate religion and be spiritual. So the third bricklayer has not only a job or a career, but the third bricklayer has a calling, right? Awesome. Uh, and I think the, the way this ties into the book is that Angela Duckworth says, well, we all want to have a calling, right? To be high up on Maslow's hierarchy of needs in the self-actualization part, like the tip of the pyramid, where you're not struggling to survive, you're not struggling to cover your basic needs, you're not struggling for leisure and luxury, you're struggling to reach your highest potential and live a life that's completely aligned with your values. And to get there, it takes a lot of grit. So that, that's how it ties back to grit. I just wanted to share that story because I think it's really cool. Um, so about our beliefs, I mean, obviously, like it comes easy, uh, it bounces easy off the lips to say, yeah, yeah, hard work matters more than talent. But then again, when you're down in the dumps and you realize you don't have the talent it takes, which may be true, actually, at a, at a very, very low point in your life, what do you believe then? That's what counts, right? So that's important to remember. The equations, again, it's like talent times effort equals skill, uh, skill times effort equals achievement. And so if you substitute the equations like you would do with math equations, so basically you would solve for uh, skill and then you get skill equals achievement divided by effort. And then you substitute that and you get talent times effort equals achievement divided by effort. And you multiply with effort on the other side. So you get talent times effort squared equals achievement. And it's very, it's simplified, obviously, right? Because you can't measure these things. But the point remains the same. You have to apply effort to get your skill. And then you have to apply effort to the skill to get your achievements. And I think that's a very great way of simply visualizing or keeping in mind that effort is more important. Like it makes it tangible, right? Like you can touch it. You can write down these equations. You can make that visible for yourself. And I think that's a good way to remember it. And lastly, about staying motivated on a daily basis. So maybe I'll, I'll share my large vision and that might help you. So my large vision is freedom. I just want freedom, 100% freedom. I don't want to depend on anyone. I want to sell my own stuff, have my own products, have various income streams, and then just be free, right? So all my time belongs to me. I choose how I invest it. I make enough money to live, have a family, um, live comfortably at my at my lifestyle level that um, I'm used to, and I want that. So that's my big vision because like, I feel like once I have this ultimate freedom of time, I can do anything, and then I can yeah, do anything I set my mind to or set dedicate my time to. And that's really for me what it takes to reach my full potential, right? That's just me. Your large vision might be totally different. Um, and that's fine. And that one uh, is something I can remember every day and feel good about, right? So 
sometimes the big vision like it has to it has to go into the background but i think the underlying idea of the vision to keep that in mind that's helpful so it's like freedom 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 i want freedom right this is what drives me i'm not thinking about the specifics i'm not thinking about the specific amount of money the specific point in time when i get there or stuff like that i'm just thinking about the underlying idea of my large vision and keeping that with me on a daily basis freedom 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 that's really important and that's what helps small achievable daily goals the way i like to do them is to set a minimum threshold like man if i did nothing absolutely nothing today to achieve to strive for my larger vision but this one thing what would it be right now for me last year it was obviously writing a summary every day today uh, th today or in 2017 it's writing an answer on quora every single day like if i did nothing all year for my goals except write an answer on Quora every single day, I think that would still be a good year of progress. Obviously, I do way more. I set way higher goals. I want to crank out summaries. I want to crank out recordings and so on. I want to really crush stuff. But leaving that minimum threshold as it is and saying, okay, if nothing else happens today, that's still a good day. That's still a step forward. That keeps me keeps my stress levels low, lets me focus on doing that minimum thing, and then be set and happy for the day and just continue working. So I don't know if that approach works for you, or if you need more pressure or less. Um, totally up to you, but I do recommend doing something for your vision every single day. All right, hope uh, this has inspired you a little bit. I hope this will help you build your grid step by step every single day. And remember, whatever it is, you can get there. Don't build uh, a wall, don't just lay bricks, don't build a church, build the house of God, right? Go for your calling and I will see you on the next summary.